What is this? What is this? Africa? <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know if I'm uh, tired, but you got uh, me with that. Uh, <laughs> spears chucking everywhere. <laughs> spears. All we're missing is Sean. Uh, oh, uh, no, no, uh, no, no, Sean no, Spears. No. Stop, uh, stop. Uh, Quit while you're ahead. Quit while you're ahead. Come on. Give one. Give one side. Give one side. <laughs> Apples and Apples, the podcast that talks about everything from professional wrestling to whether or not you're ready for this hurricane or superstorm or whatever is supposed to come down our way tomorrow or today if you're listening to this on Sunday. Because I'm supposed to be at work. I guess I'm just going to have to staple myself to my counter and let the wind blow the rest of the store. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I would say bring a light vest or, or a canoe just in case. <laughs> a canoe! I'll be shipping out of a canoe. I'll use the boxes from the store. Just I mean, build bring the canoe. A whole, you just go white water rafting down Avenue M. Right? That's, <laughs> that's it. That's it. Oh man. I mean you're 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 in the thick of it. Yeah, we're in the right out here in the on the island. We're gonna we're looking to be in the thick of it. You know, I you know me, I've been tracking it like a like a madman that I am. So mm. you know, we're we're ready to go out here. All right. It's already been pouring over here for the last few hours. So, yeah, the I took uh, Loki out. The winds were picking up. Maybe like say twenty minutes ago, the winds are starting to get uh get up there a little bit. Well, hopefully, uh, you know, it won't be too bad. And it's one of those typical like the world's ending, and then it's like nothing. Oh, should have seen the supermarket today. Oh my god. Oh, this. That's why today I was I was out shopping. And I saw this woman carrying, like, seven cases of water at a Target. I'm like, woman, are you that thirsty? And it just occurred to me why. It just occurred to me why. These people are ridiculous, yo. People panic for the dumbest stuff, I swear to God. Anyway. But but you know what? Well, let, let's be honest. Jim Cantari does a heck of a job on the Weather Channel doing this. So we're here to talk about, oh, God, SummerSlam. Yes, this is not a weather channel. This is a professional wrestling podcast, which you're listening to on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples Apples. That's Grapples the number two apples. You don't like SoundCloud, you got Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. doesn't matter where you're listening as long as you're listening. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Mr. Ill Will, the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespeare and Candidate, Major English, Mr. Certified, the Godfather, whatever you need me to be, that's who I be, because baby, that's who I is. My voice cracked. Excuse me. <clears throat> Unfortunately, my hetero life mate could not join us today as he's doing wedding stuff. He's at his wife's, soon-to-be wife's bridal shower. Like I said, folks, he, this, this wedding stuff's got him booked from here until I don't even know when. But clearly, as you guys can tell, I am not alone. I am joined remotely from all the way out of Long Island, one half of the Suburban Brothers. Tell them who you are. Ladies and gentlemen, you got Tommy Boy back in the house. Great to be back on the show. It's probably been the longest I've gone without being on the show. Great to be back with you, sir. Has it been that long? I have not graced grapples to apples since AEW's Double or Nothing. It's been a minute. Usually we have an anniversary show in between Double or Nothing and a SummerSlam, but, you know, whatever. You know. 
two is not as big, three is not as big as a hundred. God, it's been three years already. I don't know what you're talking about. No hablo inglés. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> We have a show to talk about. SummerSlam 2021 just wrapped up not too long ago, live from the uh, Allegiant. Thank you, the Allegiant Stadium. The way it's spelled throws me off. Uh, Yeah, it it, my brain wants to explode because there's the word giant at the end and then Ale, and I'm like, what's what's an Ale giant? I don't understand. Allegiant, Allegiant Stadium from just outside of Las Vegas, Nevada. Um. Literally just outside. Just outside. Now, this was supposed to be, supposedly, a short card so they can get everyone out for the Pacquiao fight, yada, yada, yada. Liars. They're liars. WWE are the biggest liars that have ever lied. But before we get into all of WWE's (laughs) misdeeds, because... (laughs) Tommy Boy, do me a favor, please. Yes, sir. Ring that bell. All right. So let's start off with... The pre-show match, which was announced as usual on the pre-show. <laughs> right before it happened. Uh, Big E versus Baron Corbin. The storyline here is that Baron Corbin, who has been down in the dumps and has a mustard stain on his shirt that switches sides every week and <laughs> hasn't found a clipper for his face or his head and since the dawn of time. Well, he stole Big E's... Um, money the bank contract, which and it's so funny because now they, they keep going into the, like the the legalities of it. Yeah, and Baron Corbin's like, I have it, I'm gonna cash in, and then they're like, That's not how that works, you're not the rightful owner. I'm just like, Bro, what, <sighs> whatever. Anyway, yeah. I'm sorry, is it me or Baron Corbin's hair starting to look like George Costanza from Seinfeld? Bro, it's rough. It's and obviously they're they're making it worse than it really is. Like you could tell that mm-hmm. they're going back there and they're like they're they're ruffling it up a little bit. Um, but you know I got to give Baron Corbin all the credit in the world because he's allowing 100%. WWE to do this to him. My but man is going that. on television every week looking uh-huh. like this. You know what? As much as much guff as Corbin gets, the two thing I want, and you know what? This is probably one of the more unpopular pains I have. The two things I have to say about him. He is notably one of the safer guys to work with in the ring. For sure. And you saw it at one point of this match where he kind of flubbed up a suicide dive and Corbin delayed his fall to guide him down so he didn't snap Mm -hmm. his neck. Mm -hmm. And two, no matter what garbage Vince throws his way. He does it. The man works his ass off mm-hmm. to get it over. Apologies yep. for the uh, donkey comment there. Yeah, no, yeah. Cor- Corbin is 100% a company guy. 100%. He, whatever they want him to do, he'll do it. Um, which is why, and you know what? And it, I'm glad that while Corbin's not my favorite guy, at least WWE acknowledges that and they gave him the Kurt Angle retirement match. Mm-hmm. Because Corbin does whatever they want him to do. Whatever, whatever Vince tells him to do, he does it without batting an eye. He does it with a but smile. But it's not even that. It's not even that he just does it. He goes all in and oh, does sure. whatever he can to get he's, it over. He's not a bad wrestler. Is he exciting? No, but he no he he can fundamentally put on a wrestling match, and you don't have to worry about someone getting hurt. Plus, I still think the Deep Six and the End of Days look really good. Oh, I love the End of Days. Oh, right, sorry. the End of Days is a really good looking move. I. It's possibly one of my favorite finishers. If we ever did on the podcast a favorite finisher, 
the end of days would be in my top. It's a good one. I wouldn't say it's a good one. top. It's a good one. But it's it's up there. If it was on somebody better, it might be higher. You know what I mean? But like, yep. it's a good move. It's a good looking move. But um, so the match is what you could imagine. Baron Corbin's trying to get away from Big E. He's trying to run and grab the briefcase and run away. He's yelling at the timekeeper to keep it by the announce table so he can keep his eyes on it. Big E, whenever he gets his hands on Baron Corbin, he's slapping him up. And he's like, you're taking what's mine. This is what's mine. You want to take what's mine? Yada, yada, yada. Long story short, big ending. Big E wins. Takes his briefcase back. And we move on. Now, because obviously this was announced on the pre-show, no one put a prediction in, so it's a wash. No no W, no L. It's just, it's a goose egg. It, it didn't happen according to our predictions. Exactly, right. According to our predictions, it never happened. Um, so now we move on to the, uh, the main show proper. Yep. We move on to the main show proper and you know what? I'm not shocked by the match that opened. You had the, uh, raw tag team titles on the line. RK bro versus AJ styles and almost. Uh, yeah. I mean, this, I was, when they said this was going to open the show, I was like, okay, I guess it's not a, I, I like to think that a curtain jerker should be a high intensity, high excitement match to get the fans invested. That's not what this Sick. was, but it wasn't. But I understand. Right, right. But you look at the card, and then on top of that, RK Bro are super over. So it makes sense to open the show with this. And the thing is, you have a chance. Like the if you want the high intensity, you, like you could do that with Riddle and Styles a little bit. Yeah. But looking at the card, yeah, this is the match I would have opened with too. Or either, Usos. Yeah, and I was like either this, yep, either this or the SmackDown tag title match could have opened. Either one. Yep. Um so yeah, I I'm mean, sorry. this this it was it didn't really like you said, it didn't do much to like I was kind of like, "Oh, the pay-per-view started." Okay. We're here. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. I, it could have done a lot more. This match was exactly what I expected. You know, I don't particularly, I'm not really fond of Randy Orton's work. I find him boring in the ring. Um, and then almost is just a giant walking statue. So it is what it is. It's fine. It ended the way I, I almost predicted it to a T. We just didn't get the bro Derek, but. On the predictions episode, I yeah. said we're going to end with the RKO and AJ Styles is going to eat the pin. So, whoop, there it is. So, RK Bro are the new Raw Tag Team Champions. Just like we all thought. <laughs> exactly. I think, did anybody get this wrong? No, everyone picked RK no. Bro. All right, so then moving on was Alexa Bliss versus Eva Marie. Now, no. this is where admittedly i don't watch raw anymore i can't stomach to watch raw it makes me want to be violent towards myself if i do (laughs) occasionally my brother will watch raw and he'll call me in the middle of the show and be like what is this crap And i'll be like why are you watching it you idiot (laughs) and so with that said had i been watching raw i would have predicted differently because they showed the pre-show, the pre-match package, and I was like, "Oh, Eva Marie's gonna lose because of Dewdrop." Because Eva Marie slapped Dewdrop the other day on Raw. 
I didn't know this. <laughs> so I picked Eva Marie to win because of Dewdrop. <laughs> womp womp. I suck. Alexa Bliss won in three and a half minutes. Can I'm sorry, I tell you why? almost four minutes. Can I tell you why I picked Alexa Bliss? Why? Because I refuse to pick Eva Marie to win any sort of wrestling match. See, but that's the thing. I didn't think she was going to have to do any wrestling. You thought Dewdrop was going to step in. But yeah. thing is, then what, now, not to go down a rules hole here, with, especially without Shades on the show, if Dewdrop stepped in, technically you, you would watch that. Only people that it think de- Alexa de- Bliss would get the win It depends on, on what the actual official match was. If it, if it was still Marie versus Bliss, but Dewdrop... Oh, you thought it was found- going to be interference. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, okay, okay. I thought it was going to be interference, not a switcheroo. I, yeah, well, th- what's the typical Eva Marie thing? Exactly. She finds a that's way to That's why not, I went the yeah. direction. Yep. That's yeah. why I went the direction I went. Well, you were right, as was um, Jeremy and John. You all got the W on this, while Alan, Jim, and myself ate that L. Um, but we move on. Bro, I can hear the rain from here. I keep looking at my windows because I'm Yo. like, is that me? Is it, am I losing no. my – is that my AC? No, the wind is causing havoc right now. We gonna yep. die. Um, no, right, we, we good. We good. We good. Bat Joe, listen. The weather channel's got us covered. Back, back to the wrestling with the United States Championship on the line. Sheamus defending against Damian Priest. Like like that uh, that segue there. I like that. I like that. I was smooth. <laughs> I was smooth like butter. <laughs> um. So. I was somewhat entertained by this match. I did not – I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. There, You know, there was a couple – there was some good to it. Mm-hmm. I can't – nothing sticks out to me enough, but it it kept me entertained. It kept me watching it. Look, for, if nothing else, Sheamus is a good professional wrestler. Oh, Sheamus is I, – I have not – honestly, Sheamus is another one of those guys that – will do whatever he can to make the crap they give him look good. Yeah. And then Damian Priest, I th- I really do think he's reaching his his peak. I don't I like I I I don't think he's peaked yet. So, he's just getting better. And yep. so like I was com- I'm going to be 100% honest, I was starting to fall asleep during this match and I and I thought to myself, "You know what? I'm comfortable missing this match because I know it's going to be fine." Nothing worth mentioning, but not, not in a bad way. And I was confident in my pick. And I was right. So I missed this entire match. I soon, Once Damian Priest finished his intro, I was like, oh, he did the arrow shooting up this time. Okay, that's cute. That's nice. <laughs> I was out, bro. <laughs> out like a, I wake up and I see him walking away with the title. I said, there you go. That'll work. <laughs> Listen, this match did exactly uh, – th- Whatever you thought this match was going to be, that's exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. You know, no more, no less. Right. There was some hard hits in there. There was one point I forgot exactly what happened, but um, I turned I turned to Justin because Justin was watching with me at that point, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Dude, thank God Sheamus has that face protector on because that nose might be in trouble again." Mm. You know, because mm. I, I think the. It was, and it was neither one of their faults. I just think the timing was ever so slightly off. Yeah, and it was like a shin right to what would be the bridge of the nose. Oof. 
So, all right. Well, other than that, you know, clean finish, good finish, and Damian Priest is your new United States champion. Fine by me. And I'm, you know what? Fine by me too. Like he's yeah. finally getting that rub that he should have gotten a while ago. Mm-hmm. Let's just hope it's not one of those. Here you go, kid. Here's here's the strap. And okay, two weeks later, give it to somebody that's had it fifteen times or that makes no sense to put it on. Yeah, I mean, the good thing about Damian Priest's run so far with WWE is that it's made sense between his time in NXT and his time on the main roster. I feel like his trajectory has made sense. It's mm-hmm. been smooth and consistent. They haven't done this stop-start nonsense, you know. And I think this is a reward for WrestleMania and Bad Bunny. He took care of Bad Bunny. He was a part of that match that made WWE buku bucks. And mm-hmm. so I think this is a way of WWE going, okay, kid, you looked out for us. Now we're going to look out for you. You know, not for nothing, I wish that, you know, they would treat Ricochet better because I would love oh. a priest Ricochet program with the United States. Like, just think of that program. I would not mind watching that match four or five times. Power and striking versus high flying and speed. <sighs> if only. Yep. <laughs> yep. And you know what's funny is that I can't even say, oh, well, back in the day. Because if you told me, hey, you want to watch a Punishment Martinez match versus Ricochet? I'd have been like, no. <laughs> Why do I want to watch that? This is dumb. I'll watch it for Ricochet, but I don't care about Punishment Martinez. He sucks. But now it's the flip. It's like, oh, Damien Priest versus, oh, man, Ricochet. Oh, God. Oh, man. Why? Poor Ricochet. Poor guy. Who would have who thought they would have had a worse time than as Prince Puma in Lucha Underground? <laughs> let's let's move on oh wow for the smackdown tag team championships we had the usos defending their titles versus the mysterios um by the way a sidebar why are they not officially just the mysterios aren't no they're they're booked as ray mysterio and dominic or ray and dominic mysterio like the usos are the usos Jay and Jimmy, but it's Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio. So it's just us that calls them the Mysterios. Yeah, exactly. It's just, I'm like, what? Why? Why? Why you do this? Right? You're like, oh, the first father and son tag team champions. Like, so to, to do it. Rey Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio. You know what? In, in, in the honor of the hurricane that's coming in, what's up with that? What's up with that? But, uh, <laughs> I, I not to answer my own question, but rumor is that they're going to look to break these two up soon. Of course they are. This is WWE, so that Dominic can stand on his own and Ray can retire. Because well. last year was Dominic's debut, so he's been with the company for a year. So I think the idea was Ray hold Dominic's hand for the first year, and then let Dominic live or die on his own. And tell Dominic to stop putting his feet down. If you're going to do an apron bump, take it, kid. Yeah. Because that, that honestly, for what, and the Usos always put in good work when they're sober. Um, <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, side. 
Listen, when they're sober, that's not nice. <laughs> but my my problem is, if like you're gonna do like a modified face buster, mm. my dude literally put his foot, knee, and shin down, and then slowly trajected his head towards it. Now I get it, apron spots hurt. Yeah, but if you're not ready to take it, don't don't. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't. And <laughs> don't, the don't. The thing is, don't. Don't. In because w- don't. <laughs> because I said don't. And the thing is, WWE, if, if you're going to do an apron spot, do it on top of the screen because of that massive padding that mm. helps you with where everywhere other than the padding on those screens. Like a regular apron, ow. Hard camera side padding, okay, a little easier. Yeah. But if you're if you're not gonna lay your body out and say okay this is gonna hurt gonna regret it in the morning, switch up the spot. Don't do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, it's clear that Dominic, while talented for what he's done, still has a lot to learn, and um, he still has a lot to not care about with his body because you can tell some of his bumps are awkward because he's a he almost looks afraid to take the full bump. Mm. like every big match i've seen him in a big bump that you know there's no way this doesn't hurt like you always see like he either hesitates or he half takes it where he puts a body part down too early to kind of pad his fall which is funny because he his frog splash he don't care that guy he goes all out for his frog splash he hits torso to torso every time but, yeah, but when it's a, when it's a bump bump where yeah. he's going to take it on the back or the chin or the yeah, chest. Yeah, yeah. Well, but I mean, look, I this, mean, it's a it's a good pairing to be honest. The like you said, the oh, Usos yeah. the Usos are one of the best tag teams in the world, point blank. So, and Rey Mysterio is one of the best of all time. All so, right. Yeah, all Ray, around. Ray can wrestle in any situation. As much as I didn't like him holding the world heavyweight title for obvious reasons, because the belt is bigger than him. <laughs> honestly, that's my one biggest problem. Now, if you gave him the WWE title, I'm cool. You can explain that away from me. But when, at one point, you made Bret Hart gain three pounds to make the 225 minimum. It's a different time, though, dude. But the thing is, you put this massive belt on Ray, where literally the center plate is the size of his upper body. Oh, it makes you feel any better. The guy was booked like a chump champ. Oh no, he was. And but the thing is, because I think he had the wrong belt. If they gave him the WWE belt, I think his booking would have been better. But not to not to go down that rabbit hole. Say, that's I, my this, only we're issue. Like Twenty years ago, I don't care. But Ray, honestly, even going back to Seth Rollins garbage with the eye oh my like God. ray is just another one of those guys that can turn garbage into gold yeah he's a legend in the business for a reason oh absolutely but at the end of the day usos retain so yeah oh i got the next one don't yeah. i Davis, let, let's move on. This is your match, but let, let, <laughs> let's move on to this. I don't even know what to call this. Let's just, just go so, for it. I'm going to intro a proper for the way it was originally booked for the SmackDown Women's Championship. 
you had Bianca Belair defending against Sasha Banks in a WrestleMania rematch. And to be honest, I was this was the match I was looking forward to. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. I was like, yo, Bianca's music hit. I'm ready. I'm strapping in. Let's see if these two ladies can repeat what they did at Mania. Yep. And then the plastic Barbie doll named Carmella comes out. Now, before you go any further, there was reports that both Sasha and Bianca were not cleared to compete, um, I think, last week. They both missed a house show, blah, 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 this, blah, blah, that. And then it came out yesterday, the day before, that they were both cleared to compete today. Now, is this? Do you think this is shoot, or do you think it's work to lead up to? I think this is shoot. I don't know if it's a. They both had COVID. I don't know if they. That's what I think happened. To be honest, I think they both caught COVID. Um, or no, no, no. So what? Basically, going into my, not to go too deep into, but going to my, you know, mm-hmm. personal profession, they could have been exposed to someone with, right. and then basically the new rules. So if you're fully vaccinated, right? If you're exposed to someone with COVID, you have to wait three, you have to quarantine three to five days and get a negative test. And if it's negative, you can come right out of quarantine. You don't have to do the full 10 to 14 days mm-hmm. if you're fully vaccinated. Mm-hmm. So I honestly think that's what it was in Bianca's case. I hope I'm wrong. I, I hope we're both wrong. If Sasha was not clear today, she might have taken a positive test. Yeah. And you all know how Vince about likes to admit about a positive test about one of his top superstars. Yeah, he'd rather not unless he has to. But at the same time, if that is the case... Oh, we'll find out eventually. We will find out, but something tells me, and here's my honest opinion, I think it's a work. And here's what- I hope I'm right... Because if I'm wrong and it's, you know, shoot on Sasha's part, what happened is just disgusting. I don't, so here's why I don't think it was a work. I mean, yeah, why I don't think it was a work. So rumors started to, spe- to, to percolate about an hour before the show that Sasha was not cleared. Then after the Usos match, Rick Boogs came out. Started playing guitar solo that led into uh, King Nakamura's entrance. Yeah. And then they went to commercial. Which confused the heck out of me. <laughs> exactly. They were probably scrambling. Acor- exactly my point. According to, to Sean Rassap of Fightful, um, of Fightful, according to the program, that was the women's match. Boogs was not on the program. Nakamura was not on the program. It no. was supposed to go straight from the Usos to the women's title match. So, on top of that, if you notice, Bianca comes out first. She's taking her, her time. Oh, yeah. And then there was a long time between that and, Carm- and them announcing Carmella and Carmella coming out. She took her time. And then we have what we had. So, I think all of that, plus the post- angle shenanigans i think all of that was to fill the time of this match i think this was legit they were both not cleared until yesterday 
and then whatever happened with Sasha, and she wasn't cleared today. And so they scrambled. Well, should we get to who came out? <sighs> yeah. So and it's so crazy that I'm saying this, like with this exacerbation, because I, I like this person, but the way this was done was butt cheeks. Exactly. So as we think we're about to have the start of the match, we get a, I will say a quite anticipated return. Yes. The music of Becky Lynch hits to, I would say, a fairly decent pop. Oh, yeah. They pop. They pop. They pippity pippity pop. They pippity 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 pop. Maybe fairly decent. I I would say it was a little bit of a pop. A little bit of a yay. A little little pop. Yeah. Yeah. The place kind kind of a little excited. A little excited. A little excitement. A little excitement. (laughs) Um, You know, and you know what? I was happy to see Becky back, too. Same, same. And you know what? You know, I will say this much about WWE. What was smart on their behalf was they ushered out Carmella first, mm-hmm. and let everyone be like, "Aw, man, her." That's, that was my reaction. Her? Why her? And then that way, when Becky's music hits, oh, everyone's like, "Ah, that's better. We fixed it. All right. Hey, we fixed it. We're gonna get a better match." And <laughs> Jk. <laughs> So Becky Lynch comes out and she takes her time going to every rope and every corner and posing for every fan. As she should in a proper welcome black intro. Like right, any right. return has every cor- even if it's not the wrestler's thing. Like Triple H when he came back from the quad injury, it was always oh, one oh, one the- set of ropes. Triple H coming always- back from the quad at the garden was insane. That I was, was that was third nuts. row for that. That was nuts. But anyway. Um, so she looks at, at Carmella a few times. So she looks at Bianca, and then she just straight up snuffs Carmella, just mops her up, throws her out of the ring, goes to Bianca. Give me one second, I'll be right back. And Bianca's just like, okay. <laughs> Becky, Becky goes out, throws Carmella into the steps, hit like attacks her one more time, then goes back in the ring, grabs a mic, and goes, "How about you and me?" Right here, right now, for the women's title. And Bianca's like, okay, bring it on. Let's do it. And I was all for it, Will. I, I was I sat up. I sat up. I was ready. I was like, okay, let's see this match. And the um, Becky takes off her, her, her tank top that she's wearing over her ring gear. And the ref's waiting, the ref's waiting, camera pans out, ref's waiting, ref's waiting, the girls are hype, he rings the bell, they start, like, circling, they're circling, Becky extends her hand to give Bianca a handshake, I'm like, okay, yeah, that makes sense, and then as soon as Bianca grabs Becky's hand for the shake, Becky pulls her in, hits her with the sucker punch, like a forearm to the face, hits her with the rock bottom, which was called the man slam. The minute that Michael Cole called it the man slam, that's when I was like, no. No. And the ref counted one, two, three. And I was like, oh, no. They made a poopies. How? Oh, no. I honestly think that pop that she got for returning, it wasn't returned with the victory. 
No. I think a lot of that crowd noise, because if one thing I noticed a lot tonight, and I didn't go into it too much, I was going to as we got later in the show for sure. Mm-hmm. The crowd noise didn't match the crowd they were showing. A little hurricane warning there, bud. Flash flood warning until 2.15. Yeah, no matter if you silence your phone. Yeah, exactly. I learned that the hard way in a meeting yesterday. My phone was silent. Not for that. But this is a dangerous and life-threatening situation. <laughs> oh, great. I told you, get your canoe and your life vest for your work tomorrow. <laughs> I just hope they don't um, close. I need that money. Yo, they, you know what? You should be like Union. Be like, yo, it's less than 24 <laughs> hours. you got to pay me no matter what. Yeah, right. <laughs> They'll be like, talk so, to the, to the uh, UFT. There you go. <laughs> so basically, like, like I was saying, it's like the crowd reaction, like the sound I was hearing didn't match what I was seeing on the screen. Mm-hmm. I think that they got used to piping and whatever the noise they wanted in the Thunderdome. And I don't think they've ever stopped. Mm-hmm. And I'll point it out again later in the card. Mm-hmm. But I don't think, like me, I was like, wow. Yeah, glad Becky's back. But you just took Bianca's reign from mania to now and everything she's done and said, yeah, thanks, thanks, but no thanks. You know, see you later. Yep. Like not that, only that, not only that, I was telling my brother because he called me when this happened. Um, this also completely undermines Sasha. Sasha and her had to go to war at WrestleMania and Becky took exactly. around two seconds. See, now, my question is, do you think this is going to be a triple threat anyway? No. No. Or do you think, honestly, because Sasha wasn't cleared, but either way, like, I feel for Sasha because, yes, this undermines her, but at the end of the day, like, if I'm Bianca Belair, I'm like, so my original opponent's not cleared and I'm basically now forced to drop the title. Yeah. In 27 so, seconds in a complete squash, making me look weak AF. Yep. So this from, from Sean Ross App on, on Twitter. It's very frustrating that so many amazing WWE moments these days are followed with a quote, but why did they do it like that? Close quote. And, that's, and that was in response to this. And he's 100% right. He's 100% right. How many times does a WWE do like their big moments with their pops and all that, but they're always with a with an asterisk of like, yeah, but they did it stupidly. Yeah, like Becky Lynch comes back to an amazing pop. Like she got a heck of a pop only to ruin it with piped in fan cheers and faces on the on a lot of the crowd that I saw like what just happened yeah and and she stood there celebrating for like 25 hours and bianca stood there for just staring at her for i'm like the celebration and post-match nonsense is taking longer than the actual match itself anything was going to take longer than that than ridiculous that match. it was ridiculous but anyway let's let's we could be here all day let's not be let's move yep. on so um so unfortunately in terms of predictions that's a wash the match was no, flipped no on way, us. No there's no, exactly. There's no way that we can go W or L on this. We all just – it is what it is. So now here's – and as one of the main hosts, I have to ask you, what if somebody had locked Bianca? 
I mean, what can I say? You just it would washes. that still be a minus two? No, it wouldn't. You don't get the loss for it. You just don't get anything for it. it like it never happened. So that that's where the lock would not have an effect on anybody. Correct. Gotcha. No, because you know what? Basically, since me and you know all the other people that didn't pay attention to the rules for about five hours on Facebook, <laughs> all of us geniuses, we all didn't use that little lock emoji that we usually use. Yep, and and, that, and, and I led the charge of the geniuses, and it cost somebody, but I'll mention that later. Sad face. So let's move on to Drew McIntyre versus Jinder Mahal in what was my second bathroom match. I didn't care. I knew who I'm, was going to win. I went to the restroom. I'm going to be honest, bro. We could just tell them who won because I didn't watch this match either. Yeah, bro. As soon as they, they I was like, oh, we're doing this next? Excuse me while I go to the bathroom. So uh, Loki went to the bathroom during this match. So Drew wins. Moving on. Oh, God, why? All right. We're going to do this. Triple threat match for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. You have Nikki A.S.H. defending against Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair. Now, the problem is that they mislabeled this match. It wasn't a triple threat match for the Raw Women's Championship. It was the Charlotte Flair showcase for the Charlotte (laughs) Flair Women's Championship. You're not wrong. This whole match was just all the, the high Charlotte, spots with Charlotte. It was all Charlotte plus Charlotte equals Charlotte on Charlotte. Charlotte with the the top rope corkscrew moonsault. Charlotte, Which, um, that that corkscrew moonsault. Did you watch the replay on that? And Nikki's face and head getting squished in between Charlotte's knee and the the wall. There, there? was not enough space for her to hit that move. She her she went halfway into the barricade. Not pretty. Um, and she hits that move regularly, so it's not like she can't hit it. It just she didn't have the proper space for it. Um, I don't know if she miscalculated. I don't know what, but didn't it wasn't as pretty as it normally is. And Nikki paid for it. Mm. Listen, I'm I'm a little annoyed with Nikki because her ring gear was a mess the entire match. Girl, get it together. The, the 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 tying, like whatever, I don't know if it's a string or a rope or a shoelace. I don't know what it is that ties up her her kick pads at the back of her boots. Loose the entire freaking match. Yep. Figure it out or get rid of them. Because if – and this may sound stupid and nitpicky, but guys, at one point, they were almost like under her boots. If she trips over that, she could hurt herself or somebody else just because her ring gear is not on properly. A hundred percent. You you called it out in the chat during the match. Yeah, you you can't. I'm sorry. And then of course is the aesthetic stuff of like get ring gear that you know works and it works well. I, I complained about Carmella for a while because she used to wear ring gear that used to slide off all day, and now Nikki with these kick pads either don't wear them or wear them properly. I'm sorry. Or lose the superhero gimmick and go back to the thing that you're good at. Don't even. Uh, that's another time. Sorry. Another I'm show. sorry. I had to. I had to. Um. So, yeah, we had the corkscrew moonsault. We had the double teaming where she came out as a Hulk and just reversed a double suplex into a double DDT and was beating up both Nikki and Rhea. So they had to team up to beat her. Bro, go fly all the kites. All but you them. know what? Let me let me ask you something, Will. And, again, this is where I kind of wish I had shades here to keep me honest. 
when somebody hangs in a suplex that long, like how often is something like that reversed? Think about that. Um, I would say not often. I would say all right, maybe 25, 30% of the time. I will something not give like it any that? more than that. Especially when it's a straight up vertical like that. Yeah, that's just saying. Straight up vertical. Yeah. Dead in the air. Yeah. yeah. Double suplex. Yeah. It's a rarity. It happens, but not often. Um, I know you got to be very precise with that right trigger to get that done right. Yeah. But you know. <laughs> hey, look, look. This is not to disparage Charlotte as a performer. They did this because she's good. She's good. I know she's good. She's probably one of the best female wrestlers on the planet today. I'm fully aware of this. That is not my argument whatsoever. The, the, the reason that the showcase works is because she's able to showcase what she can do. It's not my problem. My problem is we don't need this. She doesn't need this. My problem is Rhea is an up-and-coming superstar. Nikki is a new gimmick with a superstar who's not established at the top of the card. Charlotte lives at the top of the card and her name is Charlotte Flair. She will never be more than a, a promo away from the top of the card. Exactly. Charlotte will literally lose this title again in a week and it won't hurt. It won't her. matter. It doesn't matter. She is at a point in her career where it doesn't matter. She, Becky and Sasha, Bailey, not so much, maybe not so much, but of the four horsewomen, three of those four it doesn't matter at this point. They can never win another title and they'll be fine. They can win or lose a title tomorrow. And then just because they feel like it, they can wake up, cut a promo and be back in the main event scene. They don't need showcase matches. They don't need to go over at SummerSlam. They don't need to take a title off of someone who's only had it for two weeks. Like Exactly. It, I'm sorry, what, a month? Something like that? The day after um, the Money in the Bank, yeah, about she a month. Catch the day after Money in the Bank, I think. So about a month. It doesn't. It's not necessary. So, I honestly think that now we are already set up for our first program going to Survivor Series. Which is what? Charlotte, Becky. Remember the champion versus champion stuff. If they do that, then yes. If they're still doing champion versus champion, then yeah. That's, oh, that's right. They didn't. They went away from that a little bit last year, right? There's rumors that they're not going to do it again this year because because of NXT. Yeah, because since they made NXT like a full brand and not just developmental, you have to include them. But now they're going back to doing developmental again. So which I. So yeah. they're going to wash it instead of. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. Either way, if they are going that route, I, that's why. If they're going that route, then all right, I, I get it. It's I mean, if that's guarantee... the case, we're looking at Roman versus Lashley. We're looking at um, Damian Priest versus Shinsuke. Not a bad match when you think of it. We're looking at RK Bro versus the Usos. Mm. Charlotte versus Becky. Becky. Uh, that's it, right? That's it. Yeah, that's it. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. We'll see. Uh, Charlotte wins by making Nikki tap out to the figure, figure eight, eight, which I knew it was coming because 
Nikki hit Rhea with her finish, whatever it is. Um, and then Rhea rolls out of the ring. Yep. And that's when I was, and I, as soon as that happened, I texted the group chat. I said, okay, here comes Charlotte's win. <laughs> you called it. It's like, I was like, okay, let, let's let Will go through. The, let's let him go through the whole thing. And I, I, Nikki went up to the top rope. I'm like, yep, <laughs> sounds about right. She went for the cross yep. body and missed it. I was like, yep, sounds about right. And then Charlotte put her in the figure four. I was like, wait for it. There's the, br- and there it is. Yeah. <laughs> I literally waited because I was like, you're in a progression right now. And I had to let it happen. It was so, it was clear as day. The minute Rhea rolled out of the ring, I was like, oh, okay. Match is over. Charlotte wins low. <laughs> Man, let's move on. Let's get out of here. Let's get. <laughs> Next up, we had Edge versus Seth Rollins. Uh, Edge came out. I'm, I'm not going front. And I said this in the group chat. Uh, it, yeah, they, yeah. You got to admit to this on the air, bud. They got me a little bit. They got me a little bit. They, they alluded to the brood stuff on SmackDown last night. And, like, Seth Rollins comes out, whatever, looking like a, a pirate. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what, what was going what on. What were they thinking? I don't know. He comes out in his Sergeant Pepper jacket with his, like, <laughs> with his pepper, with his, with his pirate tights and his, like, uh, mon- uh, sparkly uh, pirate tights. They were sparkly, sparkly pirate tights and his matador boots. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> but then... I hear the brood music playing, and I'm like, <gasps> oh, my God. And then Edge comes up from, from the stage the way the brood used to, and he's got the sunglasses on. I was like, oh, my God. He's, it's like the brood. You guys remember the brood? Oh, my God. It's the, it's the, it's the brood. <laughs> oh, my God. And, and I was like, this is so cool, guys. And then his regular music hit, and I was like, okay, I'm over it now. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> they should have really, like, if you're going to say Edge had to make this transformation to go to whatever place he had to go to. It did nothing. It was just for the 30-second intro. That's it. You, yeah, Again, and I want to call it – you know what? I'm going to call it the McFoley. It was just for the cheap pop. Yeah. Yeah. And you yeah. know what? I was cool with it as long as the brood music and lighting continued yes. until Edge hit the ring. Yes. If they, that's Once, why, that's why I was geeking. And then when he went to his regular music, I was like, oh, all right, everybody, I'm over it. You know what What made me just mark out a little more? He needed the black leather trench coat. You know, I thought when I saw the coat, I was like, yo, did he bust out the black leather one? But no, it's his regular one. I was like, oh. No, it's his regular one. If yeah. he busted out the black leather one, and I'm sorry, if you're going to complete it, go back to the red tights. Well, he was black and red. He went black and red. Yeah. I mean, no, I mean just a straight up blood red tight. No, I, 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 well, you're also not going to have, you know, porn director Gangrel with the chalice of blood and Impact <laughs> World Champion Christian next to him. So, well, Gangrel yeah. is not going to be seen on any wrestling programming. He's kind of blacklisted from what I've been reading. That's what I'm saying. You're not going to have Gangrel and, and Christian's no, over there in Impact. I'm so. just talking straight up Edge. I, okay. I would have believed, like, you know, like, kind of like what they do with, you know, what Balor did with the demon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't come out as the demon and then turn into Finn Balor halfway down the road. Right, right, No, if you're going to that, if you're saying Edge had to go to this different place, that's why he's coming up from the stage with the old brood music, because he had to go back to that dark place. 
then that's where he is. Yeah. He doesn't come out of that dark place halfway down the ramp. Yeah. I mean, look, it did. The whole purpose was to do what it did to me and make me go, oh, my God, look, he's the brood. And then it was over. And so they win because they got me. <laughs> Although, I, you know, I, nothing will take me out of it more or quicker than after his new his regular music hits. And they're like, oh, Edge has had to go to this new his old brooding self. And I was like, nope, 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 nope. And, no. and you love a good pun. Exactly. But I'm like, don't, don't do that to me. Don't do that to me. <laughs> don't, don't play with my feeble little brain and then, and then try and pun me. No, 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 sir. Oh, nay, nay. Oh, nay, nay. You, you will not out pun Professor Thrillium. Get, get out of here. With that noise. <laughs> That was sunglasses and smoke and mirrors. <laughs> no chalice of blood. There's no fangs. You know what? I don't. Where's think the blouse? Fit. Where's the blouse think... with the ruffles? <laughs> Out of my Going face. back to Broadway on September 14th. That's right. <laughs> that was um, that yeah, the thing brood. Is, I don't think... That was the brood. <laughs> I don't. I don't think Gangrel can fit through the hole on the stage anymore. Oh, so. man. Damn, man. Because he's fat. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so the, mat- the match was was fine. It's what you expect from Seth and Edge. Um, it, was a, it was a decent match. It was. Like, it cut, like you, you did feel heat there. Yeah, yeah. You can I feel think... the intensity. I'm not really an Edge fan. I no. never was. Um and he, he definitely changed his wrestling style now that he's older. And oh, it's not, it's not bad. I'm not saying it's bad. But you could he definitely changed his wrestling style. He can't um, be as hard-hitting as he was. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, the guy still has a neck issue. Right. Which is why I was surprised that they did that, they did that, um, that top rope swinging neck breaker. Uh-huh. But I was like, that is gutsy, thing, sir. One thing I will give them credit for, I think... I think if you laxed on the rules a little bit, you would have felt the heat a little bit more, but you did feel heat there. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying go full on extreme rules. No, that's next pay-per-view. But, oh, God, stop it. <laughs> you mean the one match that doesn't have any rules, the others are just full on? The regular one-on-one standard match. one-on-one. Um, But I'm saying, like, have that kind of match where – yeah, you know what? Like the attitude area where the referee would just turn the blind eye and be like, you know what? This is going to happen. So I should be disqualifying these guys, but they want to kill each of, other. So. Kind of like what they did with Roman and Cena, where they were outside of the ring using the ring steps and the table and the ref didn't mm-hmm. say a word. But we'll I think that, that would have been – I think that would have served Edge and Rollins a bit better. Yeah. What I will say, and I do appreciate this, they made this match feel important. Yeah. You know, this is just, by all intents and purposes, this is just a mid-card match, right? Edge versus 100%. Rollins, standard singles match, nothing on the line, really. It just, it is a match. But it felt important. It was the second longest match on the show. It was third from the bottom in terms of the billing. So, like... Third from the top. Yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? Um, on our list, it's third from the bottom, the way right, we're reading. Right, exactly. Um, it, it felt important. It felt important. It felt like a big deal. <laughs> And yep. it was a good match. It was fine. It didn't do anything wrong. It didn't do anything great. It was what it was. Um, Edge wins by submission, which I'm a little surprised by, but 
Yeah, but you know what? Seth's another company man. Yeah. If his job was to put Edge over to make Edge look strong that he went to that other place, Seth's going to do that. And if it means tapping, he's going to tap. Which, by the way, if you notice, like even though he was cranking back and forth, Seth's hand did hit the mat three consecutive times, which is a technical tap out before he tapped Edge's hand. Yeah. So, <laughs> but we won't we won't knock that too much. Because once he put in the bull, once, once he put in the bulldog choke and he slammed him against the mat three times, I was like, I believe that's a tap out, sir. But I let it rock because WWE is WWE. So, sir, I believe you just tapped out, right? But anyway, move on. Next, so the penultimate match for the WWE Championship, you have the champion. Bobby Lashley defending against some old guy that likes to scream and kick. I mean, Goldberg. 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 Honestly, I am not spending a lot of time on this because I am absolute. And you know what? This is one of the times I was going to point out the crowd noise. Mm. That they just couldn't hide it anymore. Did you notice whenever Goldberg got any sort of offense in or looked like he was going to do something, the booze. Because nobody wants to see. Yeah, but you know what? Those same people that were booing will pop in six months when he comes back. Well, WWE fans are, you know, they're marks for the, they do. This is why WWE does it. This is why they do it. They do it because they know they work. That's it. They know they do it because they know it works. Um, I also don't like the finish of this match. No. Because nope. why are we protecting Goldberg? He's a thousand years old. Who cares? Bro, I'm sorry. Look at the lights. Get over it. Get you over yourself. Lay you on your see? back. Look at the lights. Take the three and move on and nope. get a hip replacement surgery and go live in your retirement home and and let WWE Photoshop your picture on all of their photos because that was not your picture, sir. Get out of here. He, for some reason, needed to look strong. Dumb. I don't know why, Dumb. but he needs to look strong. Dumb. And listen, I hate the finish, but I'm also glad they didn't put Lashley through some rinky-dink roll-up to make him look strong. If they had to keep yeah. Goldberg looking strong, this is the only way to do it without weakening Lashley. So, for those of you listening who did not watch the show, Lashley hurts Goldberg with MVP's cane. And this oh, no, MVP took the first shot. Oh, I'm sorry. MVP hit Goldberg. Which Goldberg had a five-second delay on. That's... that's oh. <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> so then no, Lashley hits him. Oldberg looks back at Lashley and realizes, oh wait, that hurt. I'm gonna sell it now. <laughs> oh my lord. So after MVP hits Goldberg with the cane, Lashley then works the knee, chop blocks, ramming to the post, yada yada yada. And then the referee calls a stoppage because Goldberg is unable to continue. Lashley then, thankfully, channels all of the fans and grabs a chair and hits Goldberg in the knee with it. 
Um, yeah, I don't care. I'm glad to see that the son was put in the in the hurt lock. That's fun by me. Oh, and you know what? The one thing I will say, as much of annoying as it is, I kind of like what MVP did. Like, yo, give me a mic, give me a mic. There was no way we could have known that was Bill Goldberg's son. Like, well, if you watch, if you protecting watch, the hurt business. If you watched Raw the other day, last week, then you would know. I didn't. Well, as I said, if. <laughs> Big if, because I didn't. I just, yeah, I don't care. I don't understand why we have to keep this idiot looking strong. Um, when he's 7,000 years old. I don't get it. I don't get Listen, it. And it, it, basically, it, it's just these guys with the politics in the back. And not to make you want to vomit, but the one example I will always use, like people needing to look strong, even though they're either refusing to look the lights or whatever, is when Hogan had a drop to Warrior at Mania 6, mm, mm-hmm. and he had a he, he just needed to kick out right after 3 yep, to yep. make sure it was like, no, I was kicking out. Warrior didn't actually fully beat me. The so referee's dumb. arm just beat me down. So no, dumb. you lost. Um, and then... So here's here's also my issue, right? Goldberg in the promos leading up to the match was like, "I lived by the spear, you're gonna die by the spear," right? Okay. Mm-hmm. What has been one of Lashley's signatures and/or finishing moves his entire career? The spear. <laughs> Should that not have played into this match? How was how is the story here not? You may have lived by the spear, but now you'll die by you'll die by the spear. I don't understand how how is it not the story? You fed your kids with the spear. Now it's time to feed mine. You know what I mean? Like something. You you may have done the spear twenty years ago, but this is what the spear looks like now. The spear is a current champion's move. You know what I mean? Like some something you're, something. You're, you're asking Oldberg to take a uh, a heavy bump with the high impact. But also, why do the last three matches all feature spears? Edge, his finish is a spear. Bobby Lashley and Goldberg, spear. Roman Reigns, spear. What is this? What is this Africa? Eh? 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 I don't know if I'm tired, but you got me with that. Yeah. <laughs> Usually, I can resist your puns. I I, I must be that tired because that one actually... everywhere. Speeds. <laughs> you know, it's like Ace Ventura too. Exactly. <laughs> All we're missing is Sean. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 Sean Spears. Uh, 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 oh no 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 uh, no no no! Stop uh, stop! Uh, Quit while you're ahead. Quit while you're ahead. Good one side. Good one side. <laughs> All right, let's 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 wrap up the last match of the show. Was Roman Reigns defending his United? His, I'm sorry, his Universal wow. Championship. His Universal Championship versus John Cena. If Roman loses, Roman leaves. Um, okay, so we're talking about like the lack of story in Lashley versus Goldberg, right? This is what makes Cena Cena. The story going into this from his last promo on Monday Night Raw was: I expect to get beat up. I don't need to prove myself to you, Roman. I just have to be able to get you down for a three count. Doesn't matter how I do it. One, two, three, and you're ruined. One, two, three, and you're done. Right? So the entire first half of the match 
is Cena trying to get roll up, schoolboys, roll up, uh, whatever whatever pinning predicaments he can come out of, hoping for that quick one, two, three. And I'm like, that's how you tell a flipping story in the ring. Mm-hmm. And the more he did it, the angrier Roman got. And the more he did it, the more Roman would get up and hit him with a clothesline. Get up, hit him with a shoulder block, and send him flying. I'm like, you see, this is what happens when two wrestlers know how to wrestle. It's not rocket science, people. You take a story and you tell it. You tell the story in the ring. But thing is, one thing Roman has done amazingly the last year is tell a story in the ring. 100%. And I'm sorry. As good as Cena is, I want to say Roman was leading this dance. Mm, I would say it was 50-50. I mean, you didn't have you didn't hear Cena calling out spots like he normally does. That's um, why I want to say Roman was kind of leading the dance a little bit. But the, I mean, Cena will never be in a match where he's not involved. You know what I mean? Like, he'll never just be someone's dancing partner. This was definitely, at the minimum, 50-50. Um, 60-40. But, no, it was, it was a, this was a good match. I had no complaints. I had no complaints. At, the way it had to go was the way that it had to go. Roman who's been here every day, who's been the champion for over a year, who's jacked than jacked and younger than Cena, was throwing Cena around. He was beating him up. Cena would get a little bit of offense, and then Roman would respond. Cena would get a roll-up. Roman would respond. That's the way so this match should have gone. An old-school, proper, big heel versus what should be an underdog face match? Yeah. That's how this match should have been, and it was. And mm. and even, like, the only small gripe I had was Cena must have hit 17 AAs. Mm-hmm. And none of them we hit away from him. Right. Like, okay, he hit him with a regular AA. He hit him with the regular AA. He kicked out. I'm like, okay, fine. He hit him with an AA through the announce table. And then Roman kicked out. I was like, but "Do you know why?" Do you know, but okay, okay fine. I know he why had to transfer him that. over. I get it. Fine. Yeah, that's why him, I'm kind of okay with, with the, the kick out. Bro, he hit him with the top. There. Yeah, he hit him with the top rope. AA, and he still kicked out. Well, then that no, no, that one I'm with you on, but the table one is yeah, explained away yeah, by the fact that right, he had a move. Right, exactly. That's why I was false like, count anywhere match. Fine. I agree with you. Fine. He had to get him up, toss him into the ring, and then pin him. Fine, I get it. Like it's acceptable, but I'm gonna hit him with a top rope AA, which is the third one of the match, and he still kicks out. Ooh. and then you and then Roman hits him of? with one spear. Bye-bye. That's it. Do you want to know what I just thought of? That would have made this match a little like it was entertaining. It did its job, mm-hmm. and it was it was a good match. I shouldn't say it just did it. It was a good match. No, it was better yeah. than I thought it was going to be. Agreed. You know what would have made it a little more entertaining uh. is if. Playing on that, all I have to do is hold you down for three seconds. Mm-hmm. What if they made this a false count anywhere match, where a like he could roll him up outside, and then Roman's like, "Well, wait a second, I got to kick out." Mm. Like, I don't know. I, 
for if me, this, it would if have... this was the third match of the feud, and then John uh, cut that promo, that would have made sense. Because I'm then, just saying for entertainment value. Forget sure, forget sure. booking. Forget this. I'm just saying pure entertainment value. Yeah, but the way the way that we got here, it wouldn't work because then it's a level of desperation that Cena doesn't need. Oh no, a hundred percent. But, but yeah. can I just can I just say one thing that sure. irked me, like really annoyed the ever living hell out of me about sure. this match, and sure. it is not at the fault of Roman Reigns. It's sure. not at the fault of John Cena. Okay, it's at the fault. Of Michael Cole. Oh, that guy. Every three seconds, John Cena is the greatest of all time. The oh, you know the yeah. goat versus yep. the the current the yep. current great. Like, no, like John Cena. I don't remember him being in the top ten of anybody else's list, except for that one drunk guy. He's up there. He's up there. He's. He's, I would say Cena's probably top 10 of all time. Overall, the whole package, I'd say Cena's top 10 of all time. No. You know why? Because his first 10 championships. My man says, no. His first 10 championships, all it was is shoulder block, shoulder block, AA, and then the, the. you know, you can't see me, whatever, the five-knuckle shuffle where he punched the mat six inches away from the guy's head. That was and no, then, that was titles five through, like, 12. The first few, he earned what, that, you know? Yeah, but... I get what you're I'm saying. saying. I get is, what you're saying. But I'm talking about the total package. I'm talking about... And this is... I'm, I'm not going to go into this whole thing all over again. He doesn't crack my top ten. That's fine. That's fine. Everyone has their own. But I think Cena is one of the best of all time. Um, and I get that it's it's a selling point, the best today versus one of the best of all time. But they, one of, come on, Mike, Michael Cole, say it with me, one of the greatest of all time, not the greatest. One of, like, just think of all the wrestlers. Like basically, Michael Cole just spit in a lot of faces tonight by saying seen as the goat. Nah, he was just doing what Vince tells him to do. That's whatever. Oh well, yeah. You know, and you know what? I think Vince is annoyed that Flair left. So you know what? That's you know, all of a sudden Cena has sixteen time merch. Whatever. Um, so after so again, Cena hits him with the with something or whatever. Roman hits him with one spear and good night, Cena. Then we hear the all familiar. <laughs> And I'm not going to lie. I was like, oh, snap, crackle, and pop. Didn't see this coming. And here comes out Bork Lesnar with his beard and <laughs> tiny ponytail. Were they, was it tiny tiny ponytail braided, by the way? No, 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 I, no, 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 no. No, it wasn't braided. It no, looked it was a braided. Tiny, yeah, it was just a tiny ponytail. I was I'm like, he's in a... Tiny ponytail, a beard, a black tank top, jeans, and black boots. I was like, what is happening? This man came in, had a stare down, and then Roman walked away holding up the title. And the entire time, Paul Heyman screaming, no, no, no. I was like, oh. I was like, this could be interesting. You may have my attention, sir. So, you know why I'm curious? Mm Mm-hmm. 
even in the UFC, Brock needs a mouthpiece. Mm-hmm. His mouthpiece is on the other side of the ring from him now. Right. Like I said, they have my attention. And for the first time in God knows how long, Brock is playing a straight-up face. Is he? Look, did you see how uh, bef- right before we faded to black? What? Brock went for the double arm-up pop, and he got it. Mm. So for me, I mean, SmackDown will tell the story on Friday, but for me right now, Brock Lesnar is playing the face card. Has Brock because- ever been a face? I don't think so. I think just I think just the face but because every time I remember Brock getting cheered was when people like, you know, against Angle when everybody knew he was finally gonna get the big one and he won. Right. And then against the Rock in <clears throat> SummerSlam of Crap I'm blind. Was it 05? Oh. At the Nassau Coliseum, because I was there. It was basically the Rock's last SummerSlam before yeah, yeah. he know- started going full time. Yeah. And the when I tell you Rock booed out the building and Lesnar was full on cheered, like just if he sneezed on the Rock, he got cheered. But that's faced by association more than exactly. Being a baby I don't, face. I can't remember Brock Lesnar being a legit face. I don't think he ever has been in his career. I don't so think he I has, don't know. but he. I mean, I'm not going to tell you to watch it back. I wouldn't, you know, I don't wish that on you, but. <laughs> If you watch, if you fast forward to the whole lump of trash this was, uh, except for a couple of bright spots, and you go to the end, Brock Lesnar did the two fists pumped in the air for the fa- – I, I, he went for a face pop. Well, we'll see what happens on Friday, I guess. Well, if, if he comes to work Friday. Oh, he has to. Brock but- Lesnar doesn't have to be anywhere. You yeah, know that. Right. Face or heel. He's a real life heel. That's a problem. That, All right, that so is that is the problem. As usual, whenever we do a pay per view recap and review, we like to give you our match of the night, and we also do a grading breakdown. Let's do match of the night first. Um, of course, I will give my match of the night to Roman versus Cena. I had a feeling you were going to go that way, so I'm going to give a little love to Edge and Rollins. Yeah, that's fair. Because, you know, they're the only two matches that you and I completely agreed on that. We were like, okay, yeah, I'm I'm invested in this. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Both Um, told the story. Yeah, exactly. All right, so let's go down the card. Starting at a 2.5. I'm sorry. Some people do stars. Some people do letters. (laughs) Some people do grades. I grapples and apples, we do topes. You get zero topes if you're an abomination to professional wrestling. You get five topes if you are what professional wrestling is all about. So we're going to start at a 2.5 as we tend to do, and we're going to meter it from there. Uh, pre-show match, you don't normally you know, take into account, so we're just going to skip over that. RK Bro versus Styles and Almost. It is what it is. Stay at 2.5. Bliss mm-hmm. versus Marie. Just in principle, I want to knock it down, but it didn't do anything. So I'll keep it at 2.5. Priest and Sheamus stays at 2.5. Usos and Mysterio stays at 2.5. The SmackDown Women's title debacle, that's going to knock it down to a 1.5. Uh, yep. 
Drew versus Jinder, who cares? We're still at 1.5. Um, Charlotte. It wasn't a bad match, but it also wasn't a real triple threat match. It was a showcase match, and I'm not crazy about who won, but how much does that affect it? I'm inclined to stay at 1.5. Um, Edge and Seth. It's fine. 1.5. Lashley and Goldberg, whatever. Roman and Cena brings it up to a two. I'm staying at a two. Yeah, I mean, so the only difference between your math and my math is that I knocked down Charlotte just a quarter of the point because I, I'm just sick of it. And then Edge and Seth bring it back. I'm at the same two. I just got there differently from you. Right. So without having to go down the card, I, I'm I'm right there with you. Okay. Like my my math goes, you know, plain and simple. I knocked it the same down full point to one point five for Becky, mm-hmm. Drew and Jinder. You know, I can't knock down a match that I didn't watch. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Charlotte, I knocked it down to one two five. Um. Edge brought it back up to 175. I knocked down Lashley by a quarter of a point because, like you, I just couldn't stand the ending. Mm-hmm. And then Roman, you know, Roman and Cena brought it back up to a two. Yeah, that makes sense. And I think, and I think so. that's pretty indicative. It, it, like, it wasn't a terrible show, but it wasn't a good one. It was just the below average. Is, it was just below I was average. Looking, I personally was looking for stuff to do to just make the time pass. Yeah. Yeah. When I do that, I can't grade it as even average. Right. Like, I was invested out of 11 matches on this card. I was interested in two. Yeah. And they happen to be the – it's usually not the two longest matches. It's the two matches that you're like, wow, I wish that had the time those other two dumbass matches had. Right. <laughs> right. So, I mean – we we're same math. We just got you know same same ending. We just took the journey a little differently. Yeah. Now speaking of journeys and endings, not that way, you naughty boys and girls. Um, <laughs> so after the matches have all wrapped up, and we're looking at our predictions, because four of you did not put in locks, no cream cheese, um, no soup for you. No you. <laughs> and we had two matches that were washed out. So of the 11, we're counting nine matches. I finished with a record of seven and two. Davis, you finished um, six and three. Allen finished seven and two. John finished six and three. Jim finished eight and one good showing by jim he's usually at the bottom of the pack shades finished eight and one but shades put in his lock so the winner and still grapples to apples world champion shades and it pains me to say it because i gotta deal with this for another Whenever the no. next one is. What do you mean? Tomorrow. Oh, Take yeah. <laughs> I'm not covering it, so I forgot. 
<laughs> oh, we're not covering takeover. No, I'm not. No, but Shades and I are so swamped. I'm working. He's got wedding stuff. He just got home, by the way. So, good yeah. lord. Yeah. So we're not. We're not doing. Okay. We're not. We're gonna watch it. The title will still be on the line, but we're not gonna do a recap and review episode. Tomorrow. We could just. We just cover it on the weekly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, well, I think it's time to acknowledge our champion. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you, you obviously have to deal with it, but remember he is, you know, a partner in the deadly Alliance. So a win for him is a win for me. So acknowledge the champ, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Just acknowledge the champ. Just say, I already said he's champ. the, I already said he's still the champion. All right. No, no, alone. still the champion, but you got to acknowledge the greatness that is the Deadly Alliance. Acknowledge my push. Just think of the accolades. Anyway, folks, that's going to wrap up our recap oh, wow. and review okay. of WWE SummerSlam 2021 live from just outside of Las Vegas, Nevada. As always, you will listen to us on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples Apple. That's blah, 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 blah. That's <laughs> Grapples, the number two. It is 2 a.m., sir. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm delirious. I have been up since six. I have been up since six. It is two, and I got to work in the morning. Man, I'm lucky I got through this far in the episode. Anyway. <laughs> You're listening to SoundCloud.com slash Grapples Apples. That's Grapples the number two apples. You don't like SoundCloud? You got Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. It doesn't matter where you're listening as long as you're listening. It's so my, – my mouth feels difficult to use words. My God. <laughs> I feel like I got peanut butter You got butter through it though, bud. You, you got through it. I'm not even done. <laughs> don't forget to check out our social media pages. That's <laughs> Facebook.com, Twitter.com, Instagram.com slash Grapples the Apples. Again, that's Grapples the number two apples. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Do whatever you got to do to put us as many eyes as humanly possible because we appreciate it. As always, I've been one of your hosts, Mr. Ill Will the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespearean candidate, Major English, Mr. Certified, the Godfather, whatever you need me to be, that's who I be because, baby, that's who I is. Joined remotely by our very lovely guest. Tell them who you are, baby. One half of those suburban bros out here on Strong Island. You had Tommy Boy in the house. Sir, thank you again for having me. You know I love every time I get to come on the show, no matter how bad the show is we watched. And I appreciate you being here, because otherwise it would just be an hour of me talking to myself. And I think it would have been an hour of you falling asleep in the middle of the boring podcast I don't know. because I, of the boring show. I don't know what you're talking about, sir. All right? <laughs> my drool is not all over my shirt. <laughs> now it's time to go home. <laughs> Uh, 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 see, I lost my track of what I was going to say. Don't forget to check out our episodes, uh, the weekly episode coming up this week. Again, we are not doing a recap and review for NXT TakeOver, but we will be following, and the title will be on the line. So make sure you're following our social media pages so we can go ahead and let you know who won and who lost. We will be putting up a predictions uh, post tomorrow, as in today when you're listening, so we can get predictions in. Um, but until then... Don't forget to check out our episodes from last week, this week, next week, and every other week. Because an apple a day, it's a bad wrestling way. Peace. Good night, everybody.